different place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and motherfucking condoms. Have one on us, alright? Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Bomb a hoochers with precision. My tits took you with you with that and double OP. Alright, my bad. I was even muted. I thought I was unmuted. But anyway. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> this is Oliver Happy Hour, episode 106. I am here with my siblings, live in effect. Your girl, Debbie Dev, here in the building with my lovely sister, Daisy O. Always ready for the show. I'm back, y'all. I was on break. <laughs> is back y'all and also my lovely brother Darren Darren what's happening (laughs) name is so nice you gotta say it twice okay you guys we are back um with another episode um we have some new music are we gonna get straight into the new music or do y'all want well, we have, what is that, Verbs, featuring Steve Lacey by Peyton. I said it's cool. It has a little, you know, um, I don't know, like, earthy vibe to it, I guess. (laughs) I can play it while looking at some nice art. Yeah, right? It's like real hippie. You said, am I a fan of hers? Yeah. I mean, I just heard her stuff. Yeah, you know, pretty much. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, she's... Um, I didn't even mention today's date. It's Sunday, July 25th. Uh, okay, on to the next. This is Counterfeit by PJ. Ain't no shame, I don't have in a destiny. That's why when they slept on me, things can stop my destiny. Fell on my nose, taking my eyes, don't know what's next for me. Damn, these hoes keep texting me. I swear that successfully. I ain't got no love no more. I ain't got no trust no more. Tryna pull that switch in, babe. But you niggas ain't on the same page. I ain't got no love no more. I ain't got no trust no more. Tryna pull that switch in, babe. But you niggas ain't on the same page. Counterfeit, you a bitch. I can't help it that you want some coward shit. I call it like I see it. Out the way it is. I call it like I see it. Out the way it is. Counterfeit, you a bitch. I can't help it that you want some groupy shit. I call it like I see it. 
guys kind of vibe to this. That's great. I love that song. You are something you know being fake, you know, it's about people being fake out here. People being bitches. Excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> um bitch assness going on in the world today. Right. So that's a good that's a good <laughs> anthem. <laughs> uh, Remember when Diddy used any of those public PSAs on MTV talking about no bitch assness? <laughs> Making a bad thing. It used to be a fool, man. (laughs) No more bitch assness. Perfect. Uh, Okay, so this is is moving different by Wale. I wanted to say the other song for life. Blasphemy, us, they ain't asking for God. They ran through the stars, they ran through the spas. It's hard to get mad when it's mad, niggas gone. Yeah, no fear of the law. Lights turning off, niggas head coming off. Yeah, nigga ran through the yard. Flight club gone, they ain't there taking off. Brazilian, we are, we still here tomorrow. My dog got looted, said it's fair, but it's hard. America is gone, and here are the results. I'm trying to move different, but to where? Cause I'm lost. Left, right, side, side, I was trying to show the uh, the album artwork, but you can't see it because of the glare. Oh, what do you guys yeah, think so of this? Wale. What do you guys think of it? Oh, see it. Oh, like there you go. Ooh, is something on fire? Yeah, it's like a street corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, what do you guys think? He's like, cool. Yeah. I'm trying to sip a little, but the military front it. I mean, I feel like it's going to end up on somebody's TV show. It kind of, like, has that ring to it. Like yeah. driving down the street, you know. Wale, Wale does have an impeccable ability to make something that's very, um, I don't want to say more elevator music, but I want to feel like the music that they play probably at Forever 21 on Fridays or mm-hmm. at a runway show or just like you feel like you yeah. have some art, you have some art house or some museum or something and it sets the backdrop of this. Like you guys are playing at Central Park and then going to the, the Natural History Museum. Right. I don't know. It's but, cool. Uh, I like it. Anyway, this next one is called Ego Death. This is a Ty Dolla Sign featuring Kanye West, FKA Twigs, and Skrillex. The real club hit right here. Oh yeah. You got some things on your mind. Everybody finna do shh, and everybody throwing dirt. All 
All that talk won't work. All that talk don't work. Now who you think he talking to? Nerd. Way to get worse. Way to, way to, way to been bad. Showing up to the Grammys mad. Trying to win something we already had. Trying to become something we already are. Don't make me go rise to fog. We do no trying, no dying. We live it, I'm living, I get more specific. Child, what is why he talking did, about? Why did he mess up the song? <laughs> it was really good. It was really. <laughs> I was really like, I was really feeling it until I'm like, okay, Kanye, what are you saying? It, it was really good until he got on the track. Seriously. I know Ty, you don't want to hear this in the club. You want to? You want to be in the club trying to dance to this? Literally, get in your homeboy electro groove. We'll cut it off at Kanye's verse. Point blank. Okay. <laughs> DJ, please fade out at Kanye's verse. Right. DJ. All these okay, um, Cut it out at his verse. Like. Yeah, you can imagine yourself waiting in line for the ladies' room uh, at the club with this, huh? <laughs> but when yeah. the club opens again, because we don't know. Oh, right, right. My bad. I'm, I'm talking about something very distant. You got to, uh, I want you to close your eyes and imagine you are at the club again. Imagine you are at the club again. Oh shit, somebody just spilled some liquor on your brand new purse. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, but yeah, it's yes. a great, great song. That was uh, ASAP, you guys. I mean, my bad, that was new music, you guys. <laughs> I went to play ASAP. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a slow day. ASAP, 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 What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Okay. See, I did it this week. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, you guys. So earlier this week. You guys know about the versus challenges. They've been consistent with the challenges. And this week, I could say that I really enjoyed it. I watched, uh, it was DMX and Snoop Dogg. The dogs came together and battled it out. But it wasn't really a battle to me. They were they were really, like, bigging each other up. Like, I was busting up on Snoop Dogg because, I mean, at Snoop Dogg because y'all know how he dances. He dances like... He reminds me of his uncle. Y'all remember his uncle when he would always bring him? <laughs> he really... That is his, Like, he's really his uncle. Right. But, um, they was playing all the cuts. Snoop Dogg, he went, you know, way back in, in the 90s playing his cuts. Max, he played all his cuts. It was just bomb. It was really good. So, who did they say won? I don't know. I don't think they were really even scoring like this time because I don't know. I feel like they worked. They worked. I think of anybody's that I've seen so far, they really flowed together very well because they were both singing the hooks for each other's songs. Yes. 
they felt really comfortable because you know now versus it's not like each, each people like just on Instagram they actually have them like they were at a uh, Snoop Dogs uh, at, at a studio yeah, at his home. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. And, you know, Ciroc, you know, did he did he got them all hooked up with all the different kind of the liquors and you know Snoop was up there smoking at home and it felt real <laughs> it felt real comfortable. The audio was on point. You know, I I got nice. Apple TV and so it was uh, um, straight right there. So it was dope. That's the fact. That's dope. They um make or they decided to bring the artists together as opposed to them being on different um on separate lives because obviously like the internet be tripping when person ain't got good service the other person freezes and it's just like a mess. So the fact that they were together and um just vibing with each other, it was cool. Man, you know what song that Snoop didn't play? What? Come on, you guys ain't look. You guys ain't never been to the strip club, and you hear this song. Come on, and Candy, come out. <laughs> and hey, I've been waiting for you all night, girl. Candy, girl. <laughs> yeah, my recent piece of Hershey chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> So you say they didn't play this song, Darren? No, he didn't, he didn't play this song. Oh, yeah, this is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he did. But you know what song he did play, right? You know, what did he play? You know what song did he play? What other What other slow jam that he got out there for the ladies? He played the one with Pharrell. I can name the song. Right? I can He played the one with with Aaliyah. That one was good. Oh, DMX, right, right. DMX. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. And people, uh, you know what? Because you know, a lot of people don't even know that song either because Aaliyah's catalog is, isn't there. You know, I'm gonna try to find it in my library right now because I know I got Aaliyah in my in my. What was that? What was that song? I'm thinking you don't see me. Um, that's that's Nas. What song was it? Yeah, the DMX and Aaliyah song. Oh. I can't think of it. Oh my god. Boom, 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 Back in one piece. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That was for uh, yeah, for Romeo Must Die. <clears throat> oh yeah. But anyway, it was it was a great show. I think you can catch it on YouTube. It's still on Instagram if you go to the Versus channel. Oh. Right. X gonna give it to you, right? No, that was a Rough Riders anthem. Oh, oh. Rough Riders. I thought you was about to sing, uh, um. What these witches want from my life. <laughs> <laughs> he did that one. Oh, my niggas moving silence Like you don't know what I'm stylish New York niggas are wildest My niggas is with it You want it? Come and get it Took it, then we split it You fucking right, we did it What the fuck you gonna do When we run up on you Fucking with the wrong crew Hey, yeah I forgot about DMX a little bit But Dominique, our older sister She used to love DMX 
You okay. still had had his doggone album, had his had his had had still I'm sure she still has it on cassette. Right. Flesh of my yes. flesh, right? Uh, 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 I forget. <laughs> right, man. You know all Wait them songs. Out. Used to, used to, used to uh, record it off of the radio, off of ninety two point three, the beat, and have it on a cassette <laughs> right. tape. Oh my goodness! Right, I mean, that's how we recorded songs back in the day right. with a cassette and just listen to the radio and, and then press the pop, right, make your own mixtape. Oh snap! They playing it. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we had a boom. We had a boombox in Dominic's room. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. But I hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, you know, memory lane. You know, us going back down memory lane with all those hits. Um, that was. It was really good to watch, though. Um, okay, so just an update on Meg the Stallion. Corey Lane's the situation of him allegedly shooting her in the foot. Um, it was recent um, info that came about more speculation saying that um, Kylie Jenner was, she had something to do with them getting into it. And I guess allegedly Meg the Stallion is was I guess dating Tori, which I don't know. I don't know if they were dating, but they were smashing Devin. I don't know if they were. Right, I was like, she probably got mad because he was flirting and giving the D to Kylie, perhaps. And Meg is just like territorial, so she she said you guys said that she was beating him up. Yeah. So look, this is what I think happened. I think, you know, so I guess Tori, I don't know how Tori is able to bag Magna Stallion. I'm mean, trying to figure out how this short motherfucker over here, maybe he, maybe she just used him as a pet, you know, and, then, and she got him on a leash or something. They would do a rope. And he misbehaved. And he misbehaved tonight. So she tried to put the choke chain on his ass. Come on, get your ass off of that plastic doll over there. Come on, get your ass over here. You know, now Kylie didn't say nothing because she can't because she got all that lip suction in her and her she got all that yes. Botox in her lips. So that night she couldn't open her lips very wide. I heard you gotta get a crank. <laughs> you gotta crank it. Open the mouth. <laughs> You are horrible, Darren. Horrible. So, look, so what happened after that is that uh, um, Megan was trying to pull a choke chain on Tori, and then she got him over towards him, got him in a headlock, was punking his ass. Like, fuck you, nigga. You think you're just going to talk to this little plastic bitch over here, and we had this party together? And so Tori, feeling, 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 feeling threatened for his life because this big old woman, beautiful woman, you know, all she got to do is give him a, 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 a lock her hips, then wait and, and drip, you know, <laughs> and pop yeah. lock and drop it. <laughs> and, and, and then he would be cracked in the smithereens. So what he did is he pulled out his weapon and he shot her three times in the foot. Wait, so he it was get away like the, like, the, like, the, like the dog that he is. Anyway. It was three times. He shot her three times. Yeah, I believe three times in the foot. What the hell? Three times. Dang, I wonder what her foot looked like now. Jesus. 
Did they have to reconstruct her foot? My God. Well, you know, while we laughing about this, it's really not funny. I mean, it's not. The it's not. It's, it's violence. It's, it's, it's violence. very, like, very destructive. It's very toxic behavior. Like, you should not be doing that. You should have control over your emotions, okay? Hell, maybe he feared for his life. I don't know, because Meg, she kind of big. And for him to be, like, 5'3", five, 5'4", Child, he is a little boy. I mean, not a little boy. Right. No, she. But yeah, he was probably uh, just trying to fight for his life. But she said Drea, Drea Michelle made a comment about it. Yeah, she was on this podcast. Um, what is Drea good for again? What did she ever do? She's in a few. She was on. Uh, she, was, she was on reality TV. That's how she got like really she was discovered. An Instagram model. Yeah, I thought I saw her on Instagram before. You know, I used to be. You know, but she has a um she has a swim line or whatever too, but a swimsuit line. Swim. But um she had made a comment saying that um well she said that she predicted what happened and she said that um she think that they had like a Bobby and Whitney type of relationship what? and she thinks that he um she was trying to leave and he didn't want her to go so he shot her and then she had made a joke saying like I would want a man to to um be crazy about me like that like I would want him to put fear in me like if he told me not to go like I'll be scared she was just like going off on the t- it was just stupid and she received a whole lot of backlash because she was making a joke about it and obviously like Meg she didn't appreciate the fact that she was joking about it because she was like this is serious this is my life like you know right. this is not and you don't i mean oh. and you don't joke about violence like right. you know um ipv that's just like intimate partner violence is real and people yeah. end up losing their lives over people not being able to control their anger so yeah you're right Deb we are laughing about it but honestly like Drea was just out of pocket for making those comments and you shouldn't be promoting violence among people just to get a laugh out of people like just just shut up about it you're not in the relationship you know you shouldn't be making any comments don't even if you don't even know like what the situation was like don't even though like we was just kind of joking about it but like we was yeah anyway actually so, knows them. i think the difference is that we I, are here we, we're hearing hearsay anyway about about what right. i must acknowledge that that that's hearsay about what we uh um about what happened um however drea, drea knows meg the stallion I, and i think that's why it's right. like more crazy because it's like you know you know her and you over here saying like oh i thought this would happen they have a I, like I, i'm not gonna say that they got a bobby and whitney kind of relationship because that, that's saying a lot you know right, you don't even it. know if they've been messing with so each other that long he had commented on the show he said she said it was a prediction guys i have no idea what really happened and i hope nothing but the best for both of them and i really shouldn't have been joking about it it's a foul it's a for me yeah i'm glad she recognized that it's out of pocket so, yeah, she, made, she apologized but meg she was not having it because she was like um trick like that's not something to joke about she called her a dumb bitch actually 
Yeah, so, and you um, easily get canceled for shit like that because that's just not the kind of stuff that you should comment <laughs> about. No, 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 really, that's that's facts. But um, I really hope um, Meg is in um, recovery. Well, she is in recovery, but I hope she is handling her because she's traumatized at this point. So I mean. Yeah. Get PTSD from something like that, getting shot in the foot, getting shot in general. Getting shot in general. She's gun violence now. Exactly. Which could could actually, and I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but it could actually cement her as like the baddest of the bitches out there. (laughs) Facts. Because look, she over here got shot by some little short nigga and like (laughs) I, I mean, I hope, I mean, I know she's taking her time, like, she's been off of social media, all that stuff, because she needs to heal. She does. And I hope she's able to go through therapy or whatever she needs to, and, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, hey, they, they've embodied the no snitching, because they didn't say nothing. You know, they, when she made her public comment, she didn't implicate Tory Lanez on anything, <laughs> even though I don't know if, I don't know if he got out of jail or not. Uh, um, Nobody knows if he got out of jail, but a lot of people are saying, like, we got that. We gonna get that ass. Like, like it was her. Her Meg Thee Stallion's um, bodyguard had made a comment. Her, um, I, I don't know if it was her. One of her, one of the people. One of the, one of the people in her management had made a comment too, saying like, "We got that. Like, we're gonna get you. <laughs> like, this yeah. ain't over." But I mean, let's hope nothing yeah. else. Transpires from this. Let's just hope all um, parties are safe and they handle this accordingly in court. But um, moving on, um, LeBron. Yeah, well, forget Tory Lanes. I think that his. Well, I just my last thing is just like forget Tory Lanes. That little short <laughs> nigga is gonna have problems for the rest of his career because it's always gonna be brought up that. If he was bagging Meg Thee Stallion, he couldn't even he couldn't even keep control of himself enough not to get his ass in trouble. That part, yeah. Now every time I like Troy Lane, I did like Troy Lane, and I've had weird motherfucker sit on the toilet and swing his feet. Every time <laughs> on my playlist, I freaking um, turn it because I'm like, uh, uh-uh, Tori, I can't respect you no more. Like, why? How you? How you shoot the homegirl in her foot? That's wrong. That's, that's some like, what's that movie with Eddie Murphy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Harlem Yeah. Harlem What's her name? Um, Della Reese. I will never forget that part of the movie. Della Reese got yeah. she shot me right. in a big toe. <laughs> <laughs> this is some real Harlem Nights stuff. <laughs> okay. So moving on. LeBron James joins Push with other NBA players to help people um with their felony convictions vote um, in Florida. So mm-hmm. it's also, it's um, NBA players, also um, entertainers that have come together, created a group, and uh, funded um, their, um, what is it, their legal issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've, they've um, come together to help them um, fight those um 
convictions. So I think that's pretty good. Um, that's a great thing. I'm glad that yeah, they're using their money really for a good cause. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Um, and LeBron, he's always been like a stand-up guy with with his uh, with donating and and giving back to the community and you know sure supporting um, anything that is pro-black. Let me keep uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, also. The NBA Disney bubble in Disney World. Yeah, so the NBA season has just commenced uh, uh, at Disney World, and they call it the bubble because basically they've had to, the teams have had to appear there in quarantine for two weeks, you know, for 14 mm-hmm. days while they're at the facility. And, it, and they're under strict rules. Like they can't go out. I, I hear, I, I need to find his name real quick, but one of the players. NBA players did break whatever curfew or he broke the Disney bubble so he could go over to Magic City in Atlanta <laughs> on Thursday night. <laughs> he had to go out real quick. He had to go out real quick, drove to Atlanta and, and came back. <laughs> um, Lord. Magic City uh, is still open, first of all. Well, right. <laughs> Magic City is still open. Well, I mean, you're just viewing it from a distance. You can have a six feet distance from between you and the pole. I mean, oh, between God. you and the, the stage, you just can't be sitting up around the, you know, up around the edge of the stage. You know, got it, got it. You know, you buy. I mean, I think I think strip clubs can can do it. You know, I, I hear even in some places um, that they have a drive-through strip club. But oh, <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't hear about that. I read about that, Darren. I did. <laughs> They get a drive through strip club. They got a whole, and they can order food too. You can right. order food can order while food. you're waiting for your food. You can wait and watch the girls dance. You get like a three song maximum or something like that. All the thing is, is that you can't be throwing no ones or no dollars, huh? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put on the So he broke his curfew. So one of the players, he broke the curfew and went out to Magic City. But, um, you know, I saw a few of the games, uh, the Lakers exhibition game uh, the other day. They were playing Denver. Um, it's, it's very interesting. What, they di- what they've done is that they've taken the resort and taken some of the banquet rooms and, and p- put courts in the banquet rooms that they mm-hmm. have. So I think they have mm-hmm. over 16 different courts, or each team has their own practice court. And then they have a huge, one of the huge banquet halls that they're using to play the games. And they have it, it's no, no audience, just the, just the team, socially distanced. They got big screens up. So it's, it's very different, you know, because it, it's, it, it feels like it's, you're looking at the Olympics, you know, where it's just like nobody, you know, you don't hear the crowd. It's just, wow. it's just quiet. You just hear them, you know, their shoes on the court. Your shoes just reaching. Okay. Um. Next up, <laughs> um, John Lewis, his casket was carried across Edmund Pettus Bridge today. So they had his um, service today, and it, from what I hear, it was there. It was a very beautiful service, and just to hear that his his casket was carried over the bridge, like that's yeah, it's very. Yeah, I'm sure. Tears. Yeah, it definitely brings up a lot of memories because of his um, civil rights movement. 
works and all of the things that he's done for social justice in the world. So it's, I mean, it's just really, I think his contributions have made us this world a better place. So it's rightfully so that he gets honored in that way. Yes. And to provide context, it was 55 years ago uh, from the march from Selma to Montgomery that uh, John Lewis had uh, led the pro, uh, you know, led the demonstrators, the nonviolent demonstrators across the Edmund Petrus Bridge uh, to, to, you know, the state, you know, the state troopers on the other side of the bridge who beat, beat them up, beat them up, sick dogs on them, water hoses, and all of this stuff was on the national, um, carried by the national news outlets. So it was, was the, yeah, it's one of those things where it was just like, it was one of those moments in the civil rights movement. I actually have a, a poster of it uh, that I got uh, in Montgomery when I was mm. a kid, you know. Yeah, Selma, Selma's a very, very interesting place. I, I definitely, you know, I myself, I wouldn't, you know, mind buying property, you know, there, or, but it, you know, it's, um, it still faces a lot of the, you know, same prejudice. We, you know, when I was there, what they told me, because, you know, I did a service learning trip there in 2013, um, and, or 2012, not 2013, I'm sorry. But what they mm-hmm. told me is that in the year 2000 in Selma, they elected the first black mayor. And so you know what the majority of the population of the white people who remained in Selma did? What? They got up. They got up, sold their houses, sold the churches, and made their own town. Just went out to the sticks and just cut down some trees and shit and made their own town. That's what happened 20 years ago. Just because they ha- just because they had a black mayor for the they, first they elected the black mayor, but down there, you know, they got Confederate statues and symbols. You know, that's a part of the national dialogue right now about tearing down all these statues and symbols. But the Edmund Petrus Bridge is still named after that same racist governor who was a Klan leader. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, <laughs> like okay, you know, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 something to that really provides context. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> John Lewis, rest in peace. Um. Okay, so recently we found out that Serena Williams' daughter, child, she owns or no, she is part owner mm-hmm. of the um. The new sports team, the women's NWSL soccer team in LA. Yeah, so that's it's, a new team. They're not here yet. They haven't formed yet. But uh, mm-hmm. Serena is is, is going to be a co-owner, and her daughter is mm-hmm. going to be an equal part co-owner as well. Um, thanks to um, I think I mean you know her dad's really the uh, uh, Alex Ohanian is really the one making the investment, and instead, I mean, well, I shouldn't say making the. They're both all of them are making the investment, but. But he's behind, he was the motivator. Yeah, you know, behind having the daughter, you know, be on it. That's good, though. I think that's great for for them to, you know, make her part owner. But then I wonder, um, will she, when she grows up, will she feel, like, pressure? I be wondering stuff like that. I mean, you know, it could be a little bit, but hey. At least it's not, you know, they don't have to go through probate or anything. That's part of her. You know, who knows if they're going to have any other kids later on. But 
<laughs> she, yeah, she had, she she's gonna grow up being an owner of a team. Uh, I don't think she's gonna have any more. She almost died having yeah. um Olympia. Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't think she I think probably that's why <laughs> they gave it to her. I don't think she'll have any more kids, but this, that's a major thing to purchase for your child, which is I think a great indication of Serena's financial planning for her child. Right. Like it's just I think financial um setting your child up for financial success early. Like yeah. so you hear some people picking out for instance utilities in their child's mm-hmm. name, which is pretty right. messed up that if you don't pay your utility bills, your child has terrible credit under their social security as opposed to setting them up for a sports team as they grow older like that's that's the move right there you know what I mean more conversations about that in the black community especially I think need to be had so kudos to Serena and her husband for setting up they baby for success that's a wonderful thing um okay so child COVID is still live and well okay we are we didn't reach four million in the United States. Yeah, four million cases. That's not a surprise. I mean, we're still not. I mean, the, not. Testing, the testing right now. Can you believe the testing? It feels as if it's like like we're back in March and April because mm-hmm. you call down to some of these testing spots that they have available to the public, and you can't get an appointment because all the appointments are taken. No, listen to this, though. I tried to make an appointment to get a test, and, like, I was saying, like, I didn't have any type of, um, any type of, um... Symptoms? Symptoms. I didn't have any symptoms, and then they, it it, it said that I couldn't get an appointment. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be... Like, there was no appointments available, like, and then they said the nearest place that I could get an appointment if I really just wanted to get an appointment was somewhere in freaking Silmar or something. It was like far out. I said, what? I was confused. And then somebody had told me like, oh, you'll have, if you want to test, you have to say like you're having symptoms. Right. You do. They won't won't give you the test unless you're having symptoms. But, you know, 80% of the people who have it in the first place don't show symptoms. So most of the people who got it, yeah, a lot more people got it. Most of, mostly everybody is getting it right now. And the thing is, is that they don't know how many times you, you know, you can keep on getting it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I know. I just realized I was on mute. Sorry guys. But I was just going to say like, the flu is something that goes around every single year and it's year mm-hmm. round. It's not something that it, it's a virus. So just because it's COVID-19 doesn't mean that it's not acting the same way as a regular flu. Technically we are still in flu season and flu season pretty much peaks around this time. And then it kind of goes down over the summertime and peaks again in the fall. So we're just seeing a rise in what would normally happen with the strain of the flu virus. It just happens to be COVID-19 right now. Um, so, yeah. It sucks. I mean, I still haven't gotten tested. I, I want to, but, I mean, hey, 
like the struggle the test or an appointment is whack and then the fact that california is the number one state that <laughs> well we're the most populous too so i mean i think that has a, a good the yeah but still but i mean actually la county i mean we're 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 yeah we 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 haven't seen I don't think we've seen half of it yet, you know, because even where I, where I live, over here on the east side, you know, it, it's, 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 they say around here in Huntington Park and in Florence Firestone, uh, which is where I am, is that it, it, the cases are, are spreading rapidly, that it's a lot of people dying, you know, over here at some of the local hospitals around here, like St. Francis over in Linwood and, and some of these other, other local hospitals, because what it's doing is that it's really affecting the people who have these other other major health conditions, whether or not it's congestive heart failure, diabetes, mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, high blood pressure, you know, all, all those different issues, um, mostly due to due, due to poor diet, you know, because yeah. we're, we're eating all this processed food and shit all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and that's still what I have not heard from from some of these health experts is that nobody's talking about how we need to eat better and, and eat healthier. You know, and how to make these damn recipes, you know, because it's so damn easy around here to just get some fast food. Fuck it. Let me get some tacos. Shit. You know, it's the easiest thing to get, you know, right. healthy because the healthiest thing in the neighborhood is is the people out in front of a store selling fruit. Mm-hmm. But I've been hearing a lot of people that there's well, not a lot of people, but I've heard that. They, they say that if you really want to eat healthy and not, you know, eat any processed food, it's to grow your own. If you have a garden, yeah. grow your own food. Go, yeah. Grow your own vegetables. I, I, I do. I grow my own vegetables, but I'd be remiss, Devin, if I did not state that that water that I am trying to feed my plants is corrosive. That's the same water that I wash my own back with. So if that water is is not able to make my greens the greenest that they could be, mm-hmm. you know, aren't the I, water. you know, at a at a uh, um, I'm at a disadvantage already because mm-hmm. my damn plants don't even grow like they used to. Shit, I used to get some big old zucchinis and shit like that, but the damn water ain't no good around here. It's crazy. It's the the water ain't good around here either. It's they trying to kill it. I'm convinced. Yeah. Trying to get you dependent on the healthcare industry. Shit, go ahead. Yeah. And then with this vaccine, like they're trying to do this vaccine, and all they want to do is put chips in us. I'm. I don't care. I don't give a damn if people want to say that that's um. Okay. I see. They want to put a damn chip in us. I'm convinced. Okay. I am convinced that they want to put a chip in everybody with this damn vaccine that they want to come up with because oh, Bill Gates and his wife, he, they freaking crazy, okay? And they trying to freaking depopulate the world and they want to freaking control everything. They're going to put a chip in you and you're going to be running like Windows 98 in this motherfucking... <laughs> I mean, over here, over here got mind sweep on your uh, brain and shit. 
<laughs> no, Debbie, you bring up a good point because did, um, did you guys bring up the, the fact that coins, they're not giving you back coins um, anymore at grocery stores? Oh, yeah, because of the national mint shortage. It's a shortage of, heard, uh, of coin. I heard about that. And that's all a part of the conspiracy around the chip because Hell, they try to take the coin. Hey, you better go down to the ATM. Listen to me. Go down to the ATM. And you better take you out some $5 bills and some $1 bills. Forget all that 20s and, and $100 bills and $50 bills and shit. You get you some small bills. You know, carry <laughs> carry enough ones, you know, enough to, you know, it's as crazy. if you were trying to make it rain at the club. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I would say enough for five days of making it rain at the club, you should have it once at home. Just so people are aware, if you're paying with cash, they're not giving you your coins back. They'll give you dollar bills back, but they're not giving you coins back because it's a national shortage, like Dara was saying. But sooner or later, they're not going to be giving bills back. Like, just think about the progression of where they're trying to lead us. And it's it's the mark of the beast. I will tell you right now, we've been reading the scriptures about this for years, and it's Mm -hmm. coming sooner than we think. Yes, unfortunately. And and a lot of people were, I mean, okay, so people were saying that um, the target for COVID are, you know, the older people who are, I don't know, 40 plus, 50 plus maybe, I don't know, but the older people with pre-existing um, health issues um mm-hmm. but there have been younger people who have died and there was um a nine-year-old girl in Putnam County in Florida. Um mm-hmm. she's the youngest she's the youngest to die. Um but she's among four she's among three other young people, an eleven year old, a sixteen year old, and a seventeen year old that have passed away from COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, I think it really dispels the rumor that it's just a disease that older people get, you know, or just right. very frail they get it. I mean, I think anyone is is susceptible to it. And some people have better responses to it and other people with different genetic codes, they, they don't. Right. But I think yeah. that- um, And you just don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But our politicians so, are willing to just just test it out just to see who's going to die because they don't give a shit. They don't want to ruin the economy, you know. In uh, their right. words, they don't want to shut the yeah. they don't want to shut us down again, right. which needs to happen. Actually, if we're truly trying to change the spread of it, we need to shut down again. Right, and and that's that's just the fact of it. Um, we definitely just need to shut down again, and you know try this thing over again just to see if you know the numbers could drop because it's, it's, it's getting out of hand the numbers will will drop a little bit but they need to get some more damn tests they got it in other places across the world you can go do it at a at the cvs you could go get it done in other states mm-hmm. we can't do that here in california you know mm-hmm. how come i can't go to cvs or walgreens and get a rapid test how come you know, my, my a buddy of mine went to uh, Puerto Rico, and he said that at the airport, they got a 10-minute rapid test. So you're telling me that we cannot fulfill. So right now, we got people waiting days on end 
just so that they can get a test that they're not going to get back until fit until 15 days later. So what's the point? Because either, no. either at this point here in California, at least in LA County, there's no point in you even going to get tested. If you think right. you have it, you might as well go quarantine because if you go out and try and take the test, it's the, you're going to be waiting for two weeks anyway. Right. Right. Exactly. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, that, that, this is, I mean, we could be opened up and if we had rapid testing for everybody and they actually had the materials and the, the, the um, you know, all that, the manufacturing capability to do that, we would have been set. But this damn right. president, he's been dicking around for the past four months in denial, acting like if you don't talk about it, then it won't happen. Thinking that, that it's going to burn off with the heat, you stupid, you know, He's a freaking idiot. I don't even know why people even... I don't even know why he's still in freaking office. We'll get to that, we'll get to that in politics. We'll get to more okay. in politics. So, anyway, let's, let's move on. Um, so, an update on Tamar Braxton. Recently, we had mentioned that she was um, committed to the hospital because she had... Um, um, an alleged suicide attempt and a possible overdose. So she's been in the hospital getting treatment and um, her boyfriend, David, he finally spoke out about her recovery. Um, and he basically said that she's doing much better. She's getting the help that she needs. Um, and he, he thanks um, all the fans and her friends for reaching out and sending their prayers and condolences and, um, you know, for speed recovery. He was just mentioning that she's a great daughter. She's a great girlfriend, mother, um, friend, and um, he's just going to stick by her side like he has been. And um, I'm sure a lot of people were, were kind of wondering, um, maybe if he was a cause of it or whatever. Um, but he's been there by her side um, this whole time. So that's good to know. So, yeah, that's um, super good to hear. We just prayers go out to her and the Braxton family. I know it's hard. Yes, right. That's something that is very uh, hard. So, of course, we want to give her her privacy, obviously. Um, but prayers going out to her and her family. Um so we found out that Regis, I don't know how to say his last name. Regis Philbin. Philbin. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Um, Regis Philbin, he passed away this week at the age of 88. Um, I used to love Regis. I will just say I used to love Regis. I was, you know, I, I you know, me. Yes, you did. I, I probably, <laughs> coming home from school and stuff like that, I, or even in the morning, I watched more of the news than I did cartoons. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember just, days, you know, summer times, you know, being out of school and stuff. I'd watch live, you know, with Regis mm-hmm. uh, 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 and Kelly. And, well, I remember mm-hmm. Kathy Lee, and then it was Kelly. Um, I still watch the show to this day a little bit, but it, it still doesn't have that same kind of energy that uh, we just used to have and just used to talk around, you know. <laughs> come on, come on, Kelly, what are you, you know, you know, just, 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 just kind of feisty. You know? <laughs> so uh, rest in peace, Regis. I really enjoyed uh, him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and, uh, yeah. and uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. He, is, he like I said, he lived a, a, a good life. 88 years, that's that's really long. That's a long time. So rest in peace, Regis. 
Um, and also, Sierra and Russell William welcomed their baby boy, when Harrison Wilson, this past Friday, I believe he was born. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a cutie pie. She already put him um, up on the media, on social media. He's he's very handsome. Um, <laughs> this is her third child, second son. Um, so it seems like, you know, their family is complete. I don't know. She may have more. I don't know. But... Um, yeah, congratulations to the Wilson family. But you know what? You know who did the coldest uh, baby picture reveal? Who? You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jenny from the block. Oh, I do I like how she did. I'm going to sell these pictures for $4 million. You want to see these pictures? $4 million. Straight up, give me the money. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you can have them. I ain't posting shit on Instagram. Heck no. You just going to see the diaper cloth. <laughs> Look at these booties I got for the baby. You're not even gonna see a minute. You know, four million dollars. <laughs> right here, and that was a smart move by J Lo. Like it like, was. It's definitely something that I think is a generational difference. Like J Lo sees the value in like not releasing that private information. Sierra is more IG. You know, but Sierra got like, everything <laughs> anyway. Sierra got yeah. got her man. She got her her three kids now. They got a beautiful right. mansion. You know, she's not really she's not worried about money like that she's just like she's happy so you know they were russell freaking well she posted um her like she had just had him like the the baby was on her chest he was white as hell still had the stuff on his face you know it was like <laughs> i was surprised that they had posted like yeah. All of that. They're not, yeah. Russell Wilson got, yeah. Russell Wilson got over a $300 million contract. They're not worried about no pay, getting right. no money from no next year. Right. They're not worried about that. I would have did it anyway, though, even though. Right. You know, that's hey, why I'm like, that's the baby. Right. Right. I, I, right. I would have donated <laughs> all of that money to the baby's um, college fund. Right. <laughs> right. Immediately goes to the baby account. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, so that that was our closing out of what's popping. What's Devin, would you like to introduce me for politics? Politics. Today in politics, what we have is a bipartisan move for the best bill. Continue, Darren. That was good. Bipartisan move to pass new bill that would extend six hundred dollar payments through January twenty twenty one. The GOP plan. The GOP plans to include a sweeping loss of liability protections for businesses to that bill. Well, well. So if you just heard what I just said, so they're trying to pass a new stimulus. (laughs) (laughs) A new stimulus bill uh, to extend the six hundred dollar additional payments to those who are unemployed, but. Uh, uh, and, and, and other payments to uh, other Americans. They're really trying to reduce it because Republicans are like, they're trying to be all fiscally responsible now, uh, um, I guess. But what they want to do as well in the bill is they want to pass a, a, a liability protection for businesses so that they will not be held responsible if their employees uh, contract COVID. So just imagine how wrecking that could be because that means businesses are no longer probably going to be paying for the PPE equipment. They're probably not going to be maintaining the social distancing standards or at mm-hmm. least doing like a staggered shift 
you know, they're probably just going to bunch everybody together, especially if you're talking about manufacturing where it's just going to be balloon cases in, in each of these different areas. Cause it just takes one employee, you know, to right test positive yeah. and, you know, just goes around like typhoid yeah. Mary, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, and, and thinking of if they don't extend the $600 payments through January, that's going to be a loss for a lot of people on, on unemployment who are kind of counting on that money for their rent in August and September and also looking for groceries. For a lot of people, it's definitely been um, useful for their just everyday lives. But I, I mean, we talked about this before. I've seen people in Home Depot doing home improvements, and I just hope that they're saving their money mm-hmm. for the taxes that's going to be charged on that amount. Well, you think that they have? Everybody buys all these so. damn fireworks and shit, you know? And yeah, <laughs> um, but I mean, but that's all that money on fireworks, right? But not and not realizing that you're gonna have to pay that in, in taxes, even you know that. And that's the, I think that's the major part of it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, so, totally. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's fine. I just hope that the, it is extended, and maybe not extra six hundred dollars, but you know, the additional money is helping those people that really can't go back to work because it's a. Um, yeah. It's a like they're putting themselves and their families at risk. Right, right. So, so just in general, um, right now Trump he's trying to push hard for it. Uh, um, I think uh, what should be noted is that a lot of the Republicans are doing very badly, especially those who are running for re-election um, uh, for the Senate, um, <clears throat> because being attached to Trump is a losing card now. So just think about how Republicans for so long, they have scooted and skirted their ability to act as an independent uh, branch of the government and actually hold Trump accountable to different things because they were afraid of what he was going to say. He was going to make them look like a jackass. Well, now the jackass looks like them because they have been complacent. And look at how this this asshole is, 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 uh, tried to address the coronavirus and race relations in this country and how he's just stoking the races. You know, now he's just passed a bill to allow for more discrimination in housing. Mm-hmm. Just like two weeks ago. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, but did you guys talk about how his uh, niece came out with the book recently? We talked a little bit about it last week. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not extensively, but just a little bit in mentioning it. Yeah, but I definitely want to read it because I do think that, like, he's on the losing ticket this year and he knows it. Many of his constituents know it as well. So they just need to change their tune. And I was reading today specifically about how Trump's businesses are um, profiting in the hundreds of millions of dollars because of the Trump campaigns and rallies. So he's basically pouring all of the government money from his campaign and the rallies into his businesses, which is legal. But 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 on many different fronts. Just think of the fact that, that his fat ass takes his fat wobbly dobbly ass to his golf courses. So just think. The Secret Services, they have to pay for the golf carts, right, that they use to patrol the area. Now they they're gonna have lunch there at his cafe. So it's just like yeah. This guy's making money off of himself and like all these ethical issues. I don't see, you know, everybody wants to skirt around him, but I bet you when the next guy comes, people are going to be given a damn. Right. You know? so, right. But I can't wait to that moment till we say, shut the fuck up. You guys didn't say shit about this. But then again, it won't even happen. But 
we already know that the men, you know, that, that, that some of these people are, they, they're just so far out of touch. Right. And hypocritical because they would have been saying certain things over a period of time. It's just like the same thing about um, them talking about, um, you know, wearing masks and people saying like, well, this is my right, you know, to not wear a mask. But these are the same right. people who are telling people um, that they can't control their own uterus. Right. Telling women that. It's like, just, what? It's there are hypocritical and narcissistic and those same people who support him are narcissists themselves. And that's yes. when they care about themselves and not other people. Right. So. And that's sad. It's really sad. And they well, speaking, all can burn in hell. <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, losing Republicans, Joe Biden is up in swing states, in some cases by double digits. Uh, I believe I just saw uh, this past week that he was up double digits in some of the Rust Belt states like Michigan. And I think even in Texas, he's approaching like a double digit lead, according to the polls. Now, we know how the polls could be, but... What I was recently seeing in an analysis was that he's doing better than Obama. Joe Biden is doing better than Obama did in 2008 and 2012. Wow. Not to mention just Hillary Clinton in 2016. Is that because he white? I think it's not. You know why? It's because Trump is such a loser. You know, you got, you got like, you got all those independent voters who voted for him or even some of those people who voted for fucking John Kasich and, Ronald Reagan's dead ass, you know, on the back. You know, some people sitting up there voting for Ronald Reagan for president, you know, because they're like, oh, I can't bring myself to vote for Hillary Clinton. You know, um, oh, and, uh, you know so a lot of those independent voters, he's, he's losing them, you know, and he already didn't have a lot of Republicans and some Republicans don't even want to associate with him. Right. Yeah. 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 I hope they all feel stupid for even voting them in the office. What else is going on in politics, Darren? Well, the Republican National Convention, um, um, you guys know about the convention that was supposed to be held um, uh, later um, next month. Um, It's been canceled. Remember, that was the one that was supposed to be held in South Carolina, but it got moved Mm -hmm. to Florida. And they got canceled Mm -hmm. in Florida because Florida is basically uh, hot tamale with coronavirus right now. so it's canceled. So we, we got to figure out when even the DNC, uh, um, the Democratic National Convention is going to be held because it's already going to be held via, you know, virtually. So it's going to be real different, but I'm sure just as always for us at home, it's going to be involvement from these political pundits on the major news networks. Mm-hmm. Um, also the Republican National Convention and the Trump campaign have been told to stop using Ronald Reagan's name. And I'm glad, I'm glad whatever Ronald, the Ronald Reagan Museum or, you know, one of some of the kids, I'm glad that they, they decided to dissociate themselves. I mean, not like I gave a shit about Ronald Reagan anyway, but, um, you know, Ronald Reagan conjures up something in white people that they really feel like, you know, that things were good back in the eighties, you know, things were all white because they were all, they were all right because they were all white, Mm -hmm. um, basically, um. And then the last thing that I'd like for us to talk about, since I know we're, we're running short on time, is uh, just about this incident with, uh, uh, with Representative Ted Yoho, uh, who apparently called uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez a fucking bitch on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. Hmm. Can you guys believe that? <laughs> 
I mean, honestly, I, I can believe it because you have a lot of um, politicians who are racist themselves and they get in the heat of the moment and lose yes. their words. And I think AOC, you know, the, the way that she responded um, was just very sound-minded and reasonable. It's just like, you wouldn't call your daughter this, so don't call me this. I'm someone else's daughter, you know? I thought it looked kind of crazy. Didn't really understand. Sorry, sorry guys. I was trying to pull it up. You guys can keep talking. My bad. <laughs> Literally, we went silent because I thought she was playing it. So, but yeah, it was—it's just inappropriate, and I'm—I'm—I just hope that people that support him now no longer do, especially women, because you obviously see how he feels about women in general based on his comment. So, like, you have a daughter. Why would you even say something like that? And then to have a. The place that you hold, like, that is, like, so disrespectful. All right, Darren's going to play it. New York City. This is not new. And that is the problem. Mr. Yoho was not alone. He was walking shoulder to shoulder with Representative Roger Williams. And that's when we start to see that this issue is not about one incident. It is cultural. It is a culture of lack of impunity, of accepting of violence and violent language against women, and an entire structure of power that supports that. Because not only have I been spoken to disrespectfully, particularly by members of the Republican Party and elected officials in the Republican Party, not just here, but the President of the United States last year told me to go home to another country with the implication that I don't even belong in America. The Governor of Florida, Governor DeSantis, before I even was sworn in, called me a whatever that is. Dehumanizing language is not new. And what we are seeing is that incidents like these are happening in a pattern. This is a pattern of, of an attitude towards women and dehumanization of others. So while I... Go on, LC. Spot on. Spot on. Like, literally, she just Spot talked on. about for what they are. It just... You know, and, and yes. I want to highlight what she said, the lack of impunity for this type of behavior. It, mm-hmm. like, in order for these men, these white men in particular, in positions of power, to stop mm-hmm. their behavior is to be, like, reprimanded for their language and reprimanded for their behavior, meaning you can't Absolutely. do certain things. Certain things are going to be taken away from you. You can't run again on the ballot. You need to step down. You have to resign. There has to be certain types of responses that are actually appropriate and, and fueled in social justice, um, social justice related, uh, like, energy that there is going to be change because otherwise these white men just going to do it's the old boys club they just going to do what they've been doing for years on end and that goes for the police department too 
Exactly. That's why they keep doing the shit that they're doing because they're not getting reprimanded for it. They not just being need to and leave. Yeah. Not being held accountable. It's the same thing. And like shit needs to change. Like that shit they needs to they needs to be voted out of office or they need to be reprimanded. That's just that. They just need to be reprimanded for what they do. Because if it was anybody of color like that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They will yep. be reprimanded like that yep. in a Absolutely. second. He should apologize. I mean, just well, think about Nick Cannon, you know, Nick Cannon saying his freedom of speech. Because <laughs> basically what that guy is saying is that his freedom of speech was to be able to say that AOC is a fucking bitch, right? But if you look at Nick Cannon, they were like, well, he needs to apologize and he needs to take it back. All he stated was the facts of the history of Jewish people, which is facts. Jewish people originated from black people, which is in Africa. Let's just be very clear about that. And I completely agree with Nick Cannon. I don't think that he had, he should have had to apologize. And I just think it's just not the same treatment and it's being repeated over and over again. And we continue to see it, but somebody in positions of power, you know, God willing one day (laughs) we will be, or somebody will be who can really correct these people and make sure that people are being treated equally across the board. If you're going to make Nick Cannon apologize, make this fool apologize and be truthful about it because he shouldn't have and to And arrest the officers that killed Breonna Taylor. That part. Arrest the officers Hell. that killed Breonna Taylor. Say her name. Say all the names of the people that aren't being, you know, um, uh, Tr- like the people who aren't receiving the proper treatment after yeah. they've done wrong. They I just, just really feel, with it. I just really feel like these people in power they lack empathy. They really lack empathy because if they were to put themselves in the shoes of the people that have been oppressed or the people that have been accused of wrongdoing or whatever. They would, they would really like change their their opinion or their stance. Like they just really lack empathy, and that's sad. I mean, and empathy. How can you develop empathy when your ego is so consumed with power? This is the real psychology behind human nature, because we're talking about a human race of individuals. Power. And privilege exists because the ego wants it to exist. Exactly. So you have in a society people who are trying to be above and get more resources. The yeah. only way to serve your ego is to say that you have more power and privilege based on your skin color. When in reality, we are all human race. The only thing that changes for us is our melanin because of yes. the location that we have migrated from Africa across the world. But in, right. in other words, and that changes our ethnicity and our cultures because around the world, as we migrated from Africa, we had to develop strategies in society yep. to develop in our cultures. But if, if people are not exposed to anthropology and historical classes and information, they're just going to be so consumed with their egos. They have nothing better to do with their lives but to say, I have more power because of the color of my skin. That's right. just surface level. They don't want to go deeper. Right. It's a refusal. 
that is that, you guys. Okay. I also wanted to mention, okay, um, when are we going to get off of this Zoom? Because <laughs> oh, I missed my mic. <laughs> well, well, yeah, Debbie, you broke up a little bit, but uh, I, I feel See, what you're that's the point, okay? That is the point because this internet service shit is whack. Because I be going in and out, okay? My service over here is whack. I need to be on the mic. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Well, Darren, I'll let Darren make that decision since it is. Uh, whatever. My house is open. Mi casa es su casa. All right, well, we have to wear our masks and do our next happy hour at Darren's house. Cool. I'm so down. (laughs) Any final comments? I just wanted to say thank you guys for being patient with me as I moved into my new home. I'm super excited. I moved everyone. I got engaged. I'm doing the most right now. And so I feel like I look like a hot mess, but um, you know, things are coming together and I'm just so grateful and God is good. Yes, sir. <laughs> Darren, you have anything last to say? No, no, none at all. It's been really good. And uh, here's to next time. Yay! Right. You guys, I, remember I told you guys that I was going to get my um, certificate in microblading. I finally got it. So this is a new venture that I am tapping into. So you guys wish me luck. I'm a microblading technician. <laughs> what I was trying to say. But yes, I'm a microblading, micro shading technician now. Hit your girl up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to say our right, Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. God bless. Pay your whole damn mortgage. When we can look at the time, hey, see you the one on the mind, hey. Thank God that it's Friday, tonight let's be the life of the party.